You're listening to The Self-Worth Circle, hosted by Julie Haxel and Eva Eslander. We are here to remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time. Welcome back to The Self-Worth Circle. Yay! (laughs) Welcome back. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be here again yet again yet again so this is another episode uh solo episode just with the two of us or not a solo it's i guess it's a duo episode yeah i actually did that with Catherine. and i was like i'm doing a solo episode with oh wait it's not solo (laughs) and it's like billa can you please cut that out and it's like no one cares but yeah so it's a duo episode with your hosts um and today we're gonna kind of dive deep into a myriad of different topics, but they all have to do with spirituality and self-work and yeah, the process of, of, of kind of tapping into yourself. And shadow. And shadow. So a lot of, I'd say maybe deep stuff and also very spiritual so kind yeah. of a heads up for you. Yeah, disclaimer for people who hate spiritual stuff, but it's well, if you're here, yeah. it's like you probably won't hate spiritual stuff. If you're if, if you're, you're here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we hope so. Yeah. Then maybe go to the next podcast yeah. or listen to something else. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good. I am you know, here on your comfortable couch. Yeah, I was going to say, you look very comfortable. <laughs> I'm very comfortable, just kind of, yeah, very content. Good. All good. good. What about yourself? I am so, actually, I'm very excited to just like for Friday until we get to like release the next episode. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking forward to Friday nowadays. It's exciting. It's yeah. almost like, you know, how like, as a kid, I I remember you were like waiting for, you know, a special thing like a holiday or Christmas yeah, or something <laughs> like that. You're just like this anticipation of, of, of something. And now it's it's, you know, it's funny that you mentioned, but it's the same feeling now that I feel like we both have with this podcast, yeah. like the excitement of releasing the the episode out which is also why we would really 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 i know we say this a lot but please send us feedback or any thoughts inquiries questions comments you know roses or thorns they're all welcome please share with us because it's so valuable for us and not only like because we have received questions and topic wishes but um like you can also just send us a voice message if you like this episode, you can just like word us up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we really like to connect with you a little bit deeper. And since we are going to host uh, events in Helsinki, it would be nice to like, I don't know, communicate with you a little bit before everything happens. We're trying to kind of keep it quite calm still during the summer because we don't know with the COVID-19 situation. And um, there's just like a lot of different things going on. Like Eva just had her launch for Moonaware and I'm just like, I don't get shit done during summer. So that's also the reason why we're waiting for the fall to happen because that's when every kind... I feel like fall should be the new year you know because for me it feels like the cycle a fresh start yeah 
A new cycle begins after the, because during summers, I'm very like, I'm in the most expansive state of my energetic being during summers when the sun, like, I can't really explain it, but it's like, I'm all over every place, <laughs> energetically and physically and in my mind. It's that like big heart opening and it can be beautiful, but um, sometimes I feel like I spill out a little bit too much. <laughs> if it makes any sense it's like overwhelmingly amazing to be alive during summers and yeah. there's so many events going on and well not this summer <laughs> but still but yeah it's all yeah you're right it's like sure like there's happenings and whatnot <laughs> <laughs> like at least it feels like that but yeah mm, fall new year fresh start yeah, I get that. It's kind of like harvest season. You're you're yeah. reaping in all the fruit from the labor. And it's kind of like turning a page for a new cycle. So, yeah, it may, I do. <laughs> yeah, it could make sense to have yeah. that. The, you know, when a kid... new start. Yeah, when you were a kid, it was like... When you went back to school, you... Yeah, your new backpack. A new backpack and your new pencils and yeah. notebooks. Your new pencil holder or whatever the, the name for that little container yeah. for, your, for your, your pens. Yeah. I loved it. It's like time to get organized again after the whole summer session. <laughs> so let's kind of like tap in to our subject today, spirituality, yes. shadow and all these these kind of different subjects. Like let's start with just kind of like the framework even the word spirituality can feel somewhat kind of all over the place. But what does that word mean to you? Definitely evolution for me. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I completely on the same page, like growth. Yeah. Growth. Yeah. Evolution, growth, moving forward. And also kind of, a, I see it as a bridge a bridge between this realm and other realms. Yeah. So kind of like a gateway to other dimensions, other realms, um, worlds. Yeah. And also a great gateway to myself. So a bridge is, I feel like is also could be in, you know, in addition to kind of, um, describing it as, as evolvement growth, but also as this bridge to right. a gateway to myself and other realms. And the dogs are all over the, the place. The dogs are very happy right now. They're my my gurus, my spiritual teachers. Guru G. Guru. The toothless Guru G. <laughs> <laughs> so saddened about the fact that Julia just told me that one of her dogs had 16 teeth removed. He had 16 teeth removed. That's a lot. I know. Of I feel so like removed. he was, oh my God. It's so bad. So... Yeah. Nelson is a six-year-old Pedenko from a shelter in Spain. And he spent five years of his six years at the shelter. And the shelter didn't tell us that his teeth were in very, very bad condition when we got him around like one year ago. 
And we were going to take him to the dog dentist <laughs> together with our other potato. Um, but then like life happened and then COVID happened. And so now we finally, and I felt like, oh my God, it was like, I almost started to cry because I felt so bad for him. Like he was, he's basically an old man, an old man, but a man, man without teeth at the moment. And uh, we have to go back and take like the, what's it, what's it called in English? The Röntgen. MRI? Yeah, MRI pictures of his whole jaw thing. And like, it's like a fucking shit show, but we're... Fr- uh, it still feels nice to get it done. He seems happier, even though toothless. <laughs> the poor baby. So he's like eating super fancy dog meatballs with basmati rice and spirulina and like uh, Ooh, Turkish yogurt. And it's like, yeah, fancy, fancy dog food at the moment wow. because of his mouth. poor baby well let's uh, circle back to spirituality spirituality just a little side note (laughs) the dogs toothless fairy dog oh my god yeah spirit spirit animals speaking of which i i feel like that's a great kind of discussion as well spirit animals icebreaker yeah. yeah do you feel like you have any spirit animals and if you do what are they I feel like uh, during my whole life, I've had different animals for sure. Um, the wolf has been with me ever since I was a child. Like when I was, and the lion, like when I, I was a child, as yeah, well. I was yeah. like obsessed. And we used to like play like Lion King and yeah. stuff when I was younger. Also with the wolf, it was never dogs. It was like the wolf pack. Um, I remember it was like really close to my heart and we used to play it on the beach in, uh, at our summer house. Um, but this year specifically the, um, the butterfly has been with me all year and it started in, when did I leave Finland? January? Mm-hmm. It started in January when I got to Bali and I, I, um, I started to see butterflies like everywhere I don't know if they have like a butterfly season in Bali or something but maybe I don't know but I saw them everywhere and I found this like um you know like a hairpin Mm -hmm. in the shape of a butterfly (laughs) and it was blue and then when I um I listened to like Shaman Durek and I went on his website and there was like this workshop that is now cancelled that said like I think it was like something about a butterfly or something. I was like, oh my God, there's like so many signs everywhere. And then I got to Byron Bay and there were like butterflies again and a girl in a butterfly cape. And then when I went back to Bali, it was like butterflies all around. And then when I got back to Finland, I saw butterflies and it was March and it was like yellow and blue butterflies. What up? So butterfly Butterfly season for me is like, I've also had that transformation. I'm like, it's actually in the same kind of place. Um, when I was traveling in Australia for the first time in my life, I was in my early twenties and I had just broken up with a former boyfriend 
And it was the same kind of thing. A blue butterfly kept popping up yeah. in my life. So it's just kind of crazy synchronicity. And I just kept seeing things everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And I remember I was even planning on getting into two of uh, a butterfly on my foot, on my left foot, because I just kept seeing them everywhere. And it was kind of like a, also a time in my life, you know, when, whenever you're kind of, or for me, at least whenever you're experiencing any kind of sorrow, grief, sadness, growth, you are, or for me, I've been diving deeper into spirituality. And it was one of those times as well. It was kind of like really getting into reading like the law of attraction literature and yeah. the secret and all that. Oh my God. The secret was like, that was like probably book. one of the, f yeah, the first self-help yeah. books. Same uh, for me, actually. Yeah. yeah. I found it in my mom's bookshelf. Yeah. It was like, it kind of just like. But a life popped. changer. Yeah. I mean, sure enough, it's been criticized a lot. It's very American. It's very kind of like yeah. focused on money. Yeah. And, but, it, but it's still, it's, it's a huge eye opener. I think she's Australian. She is. Yeah. Isn't she? She, she yeah. is Australian. And, and yeah, so I was just seeing butterflies everywhere. And, and it, it was like, I remember it even went so far that I drew the outlines of the tattoo that I wanted to have, um, on my foot and, you know, butterfly symbolize transformation. Obviously yeah. it's like growth and you're coming out of the caterpillar and you're like, or the cocoon into the caterpillar. Yeah. And then you're, you're opening, or spreading the caterpillar your, cocoon, caterpillar mm -hmm. cocoon. And then butterfly butterfly <laughs> you're spreading your wings to fly so it's a like beautiful symbolic yeah. message and i like that it kind of came into my life this year because 2020 is big and it's like transformational yeah. on every level yeah um but yeah it's like right now it's still the butterfly um i have the lion right now yeah more but it's funny too, like what you mentioned about the wolf. I've also had the wolf. Wolf is so like my heart. I can feel it in my heart when I think of a wolf. I just like, I resonate with that animal so much. And I don't even know that much about it. Like, I know that they usually live in a pack and they have their own like... Yeah. Um, it's a, it's, that's what it is. It's like a pack. Yeah. It's kind of like a, and it's for tribe. It, it's a tribal thing. There's even a book called women who run with the wolves. Yeah. That one is Clarissa. She has a really ping, ping, yeah. Pinkola, I love something. Ping, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. About that, like wolf energy and kind of like women also and yeah. how women have have that like wolf pack yeah. of, and instead of turning their backs on each other yeah. like working together empowering each other so i definitely relate to all those spirit animals as well that you mentioned like the butterfly lion wolf interesting yeah interesting yeah <laughs> and we're also both wearing the same kind of colors right colors now. right now synchronicities again same wavelengths yeah probably knew you in another life yeah past life which takes us to reincarnation which takes us to everything that we're going to talk about today yeah. which is like a lot you know it's interesting how like reincarnation is still such a taboo or only kind of you know people think of maybe hinduism, hinduism yeah. when when talk about reincarnation but 
Another great, great, great book for anyone to read is Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian. Oh, shoot. I forget his last name, but you'll find it. Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian something. And it's it's about like how, how through hypnotherapy, this a doctor was able to really kind of examine these various past lives of a woman and I mean, sure enough, it's just one book, but it's a great introduction if you're if you're curious about these things to and find you out should more. Be. And yeah, I think you should be. It's powerful to to learn about these things. Yeah. And I mean, of course, we should focus on this life that we're having right now. But I think for me, uh, I found a lot of. I've actually done a lot of shadow work in past lives when I've gone into really deep meditations and there's been a lot of stuff that I feel almost ashamed about talking about because it's been like so heavy and it's funny because like in a way that isn't me but it's still like encrypted into my energetic body in this life. You know, you tell our listeners, what is shadow work? Um, why did you ask me this? Because <laughs> a I lot of think, people probably don't know what it means. Like, no, what does it so mean? I would say um, shadow work is when you have a look at your own shit and it can be just by kind of becoming aware of limiting beliefs or your pain body pain body yeah that's beautifully put yeah kind of like so you have the 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 solar side the 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 side of you that you show out to the world right but then internally you have we have like not every single one of us have like nastier sides yeah. right yeah like we were talking about earlier, like we we're all a little bit jealous sometimes of someone or we think badly <sighs> yeah. about someone else. And unfortunately, that's like that's how life goes. And I'm no saint. I do that probably every single day, sometimes like con- consciously and sometimes unconsciously. And um, Yeah, well, it's all a really interesting process when you start to become aware of how you act around certain people and how you, I don't know, what your beliefs are around certain groups, social groups and and so on. Um, I don't, I, I mean, we, how would you define shadow work? I would just say like, you look at the, a little the uncomfortable side of yourself yeah no I think that's really well put like the kind of like what we touched upon already like the pain body the limiting beliefs what you mentioned the dark side of yourself so anything that feels uncomfortable anything you wouldn't want to have shown yeah so maybe it's, ashamed it's, about it's it's it's, it's the, the shame it's the 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 sad bad dark side of yourself yeah so it's working with that and, and i kind of don't 
like to even divide it into good and bad, but it's just how we kind of have to do yeah. it so we can define it in some way. Yes. So it's kind of like the things that you wouldn't, let's say you're in a new relationship, like you don't show <laughs> your new darling all your like shitty parts yeah. yet, right? Like it's with time, <laughs> you, 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 they slowly start creeping up, but you keep up this kind of illusion or almost facade. like a, of a pretty facade of yourself, almost like a mask, right? But then underneath that, there's still the whole you. There's the lunar side and the solar side. There's like the sun, the moon, right, left, feminine, masculine. There, there's dualities with everything. So shadow side is the part of you you don't want to show out, yeah. maybe. And I think the more aware and honest and open we become about our shadow the more we heal it the more when you just the more it's not in the shadow anymore exactly you just bring it to the light yeah if you want to call it the light i think it's a beautiful way of just like healing that's been probably one of my most profound ways of healing my shadow is to kind of like talk about it very um, openly on my Instagram. Like I just like spill the beans. Release this is it. what I'm, yeah, release it. It's like, and um, yeah, it's been, it's a really beautiful way actually also to kind of connect with others who are going through the same, who are not maybe expressing it on openly and um I don't say that everyone has to do it, definitely not. But if you feel called to talk about something like, um, I don't know, an eating disorder or like we have a lot of like body positivity going on already on social media, but they there can still be more of that mm -hmm. always. Or just if you're having a really shitty day, you can express that also. And your stories doesn't always have to be perfect. And your house doesn't always have to be uh, super clean in order for you to, I don't know, make a story out of your, I don't know. We just make everything so polished yes. in the social media. 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 I feel like we kind of sidetracked now, but. No, but it's good. It's good that you bring that up. And it's true. It is. It's a polished, cherry picked collage of moments, images, and just portraying the beauty. I think it was really beautifully put by Catherine on one of the previous episodes about social media, you know, how it's double edged sword. Like, you know, there's so much you can connect with like minded people. You can learn so much. You can get inspired you can, you know, it can be very educational, but at the same time, it could be uh, a ground for, you know, feeling less of lack of mentality, comparison, envy, uh, shame, just like not feeling worthy or good enough. So it's kind of like just being aware of all the multi colors facets of all of that and keeping that in mind that that's what it is now that we tapped on social media it is still like it's very cherry picked and and the person in charge of a social media feed is 
deciding what they put out. So it's very scripted almost. It's or that's what it is, scripted, right? Yeah. It's very thought of. Yeah. And I mean there's no right or wrong. I think there's a beauty mm -hmm. in also creating pretty content. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it can be inspirational. Absolutely. But if, at least for me, um, since I do some of this work and you also do, like, I think it's important for us also to become more transparent about, um, the not so pretty things yeah. that we're going through. We don't have to, like, you can't, we won't ever be able to express our whole life story and show our so to say everyday everyday life on social media but and we don't have to we don't have to either um but i think there's still like when i look at people who i follow and who i like to follow mm -hmm. i love the ones who are very authentic and yeah. just honest about anything and everything that they're growing to but then also like there's the illusion of the one who's like the audience maybe thinks that they are telling everything but it's just not like I would say it's almost um you can't really do it in you can't tell the whole truth ever you don't know anything that happens behind that camera lens ever ever now we have sidetracked big time but from spirituality to social media i think i yeah this is also a very important subject to touch yeah. upon. no but you're right it's true you like what you said, it's so easy to draw conclusions based out of someone's gallery, because that's what it is. It's a gallery of, of images, but you just need to remember that's what it is. It's a gallery. Right. But yeah, to kind of piggyback on spirituality, path of growth, evolvement, spirit, how do you, because you mentioned earlier when we talked that, you know, this year, 2020, I think to a lot of people and especially light workers, and let me just demystify the word light worker because a lot of people can be like, oh, what is a light worker? Anyone who is, <laughs> you know, working on themselves and on the path of bringing more light to this word, world, is a light worker. So anyone who's working with spirit, who is working on themselves is a light worker. That's at least how I would right. put it. It's it's not kind of like a... You don't have to be a healer to no. be a light worker. You can just be and exist yes. and to be a light worker. And I think Catherine also kind of touched upon this, like it's enough on the previous episode with Catherine embodied and something awakening yeah oh, you have to listen to it if, if you haven't already um it's enough to just be and exist 
you don't have to try to do anything if you don't feel like it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I was just saying like that, like how this year has been a huge year for growth for a lot of people, but especially like workers, because it's been a kind of deep dive into spirituality even more so. Like also Zoe Elizabeth, who we had on one of the episodes was saying like she had been spending all her days, you know, like 95% of her time, just like going deeper into spirituality, just yeah. like finding out more and more and more and more, more. And what we've talked about also, like the more, you know, the, the more, like the more, you know, the less, you know, the less, you know, like the, the more, you know, the more you understand that you don't know, you know, nothing, Jon Snow, like you don't know <laughs> shit. I feel like this is becoming our mantra. Yeah, like it the is. more, you know, the less, you know, but so that being said, so all these kind of like growth, involvement, spirit, all this synchronicity, all this like what's there, what's happening to the world. We're all coming together. Consciousness, collective consciousness, growth, heart 5D, chakra, 5D, 3D, you know, crown chakra awakening. How do you, Julia, tap into spirit? I feel, um, I feel like it's always, always there, uh, even like even those like the moments when I consciously want to escape everything it's still there um and I do believe in like you know source and we're all kind of droplets out of the source and um I mean for many years especially when I was like younger like my personal spiritual awakening happened when I was going through a really really rough time around when I was 18 and um my my ex-boyfriend cheated on we cheated on me with my one of my close friends and it really hit me hard and I, I remember I I wrote down that if this doesn't pass on October, I won't go on with my life anymore. So I was like, I set a date and I was so depressed and suicidal and I hated myself. I hated my body. And uh, my mom had given me this book called Ask Your Guides by Sonia Choquet on my 18th birthday. And so in desperation of finding, like, I didn't get, I didn't understand life. Like I didn't get why I was on this planet and suffering and everything was shit. And why didn't I like going to school and continuing studies and like just finding a job and blah, blah, blah. So in desperation, I read the book and it kind of changed my whole life. And after that, I started to tap into angels a lot. We had a lot of like angel card decks at home. So that was like a very organic way for me to kind of like reach out because we've had them there ever since I was a child. Um, and I tapped in and I connected with my, my guardian angels. So it was like all about the angelic realm in the beginning. And it was beautiful. And then like, I found the secret and like Dr. Wayne Dyer was very like 
still still is like I I still tap into his energy even though he has passed because I think he's one of the like greatest he's just a very pure pure being to tap into if you haven't uh, heard of him check him out definitely um and then um yeah so what was your question i feel like how you tap in to how i tap in nowadays (laughs) i i close my eyes or i do it with open eyes and um there's this like voice in my head and it's not my voice and it's like this dialogue dialogue that I have with something that I can't explain and I've done like both channeling through just journaling when I kind of ask a question and then I I start to like intuitive intuitively write and it doesn't come from me because when I read what I've written like I just know that it's like not my own (laughs) my own wisdom or maybe it is it could be like my higher self or I don't know I part of me being in another dimension another way that I really like is the I've started to do like recordings um ever since we that recorded the first episode when you said that you used the, like the recorder on the phone yeah. and it's like probably one of the most effortless ways of just yeah. like I walk in the forest and I start to talk and at the beginning it might be like just my human Julia pondering upon what I should or shouldn't do about a topic or problem in my life and then uh, it's kind of in the same way as when I, when I journal, there's like this, it feels like something wraps its energy around me. It's like a big hug and then information just comes through. So that's how I tap into, I just saw like a flickering light there. <laughs> yeah, that's how I like tap into my, my guides or but I definitely know and feel that there are different types of guides and like angels as I said was like huge for me in the beginning and I like I've worked a lot with angels and angel 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 card decks that could be an episode in itself I love angels um but there's so much more to it like again the more the more you know and the more you tap into it the like less Mm -hmm. you know but then again, we should always remember that we are an extension of source itself. So instead of always like going to our guides and asking our angels to please help me manifest this dream man or a dream job into our lives, we should really, really kind of tap into our own power instead of always going for like the goddesses of Lakshmi and Saraswati and they're great and we can work with the energies but still remember that you got the power but it's easy to forget about it um yeah mm-hmm. what about you wow that was beautiful <laughs> um 
What you said about intuitive writing, I really can relate to that. Um, but I have something else, which is intuitive drawing. Ooh. And it's kind of very similar to intuitive writing, but instead my hand starts to kind of draw. And I've had this since I was a little girl, actually. And I remember no one like taught me to do it. I was just doing it. And I remember it felt weird. It felt almost like if I remember when I was doing it as a child and if someone would walk into the room, I had to hide the paper. I felt always, always like kind of like ashamed of it. Like I knew it was something like people would think as weird or judge or I remember it was always like I had in like always I had to hide it, hide, 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 hide as soon as someone would walk in because it wasn't. I already knew that it wasn't normal to do that. And I still do that. So I, I my hand is creating these kind of images, formations that after, like during the process make no sense to me. But then when I look at them afterwards, I can get some information and insight out of it. And it sounds weird. And I know it sounds kind of very like out there, but it's been this thing that I've done ever since a small kid. And I don't know where it comes from, where it stems from, because no one has ever been like, oh, you should do this and that. And then later in life, I've learned that people, other people do this as well. And I was like, whoa, like super excited because I always thought it was like a weird ass thing to do right like sounds kind of like okay what's wrong with you no like it's just like <laughs> drawing doodling it. on a paper and getting some information out of that but yeah definitely like I feel like we've touched upon this subject also in a, maybe a previous episode meditation and nature and all these things but yeah but I, I feel like that's maybe, and then the, the voice messages and talking to myself, even singing and letting out sounds. Mm. And I know that also can sound kind of funky, but like releasing sounds yeah. and just because, because everything is energy and we hold these things in our body and in our energy body. And, and, and when you release them out, you can kind of, you're working with spirit. Yeah. And I think like the word channeling is like I thought for so long that you have to be like certified psychic to be allowed even to use the word chat like I channel information because it sounds so like kind of professional but now I'm like we're all channels right and we're doing it all the time you can do it through as you said like through sound or drawing or writing or dancing or moving or laughing or crying in both very beautiful positive ways or mm -hmm. even like maybe not so <laughs> great i hate to use like negative the word negative but i mean it depends on what you tap into um, because I know that I've been like, I know that we have spoken about like being visited by an energy that is not you and it's not there for your, uh, great, uh, evolution and not for your highest good. It's kind of um, been like a dark entity. Dark entity. Um, and especially when you're a sensitive person, hypersensitive 
being, um, you <laughs> tend to have the kind of, <laughs> I was going to say like, no, um, but yeah, we tend to kind of meet not so beautiful energies on the way. And uh, we learn, I have at least learned the hard way uh, about energetic boundaries. Yep. Yeah. I think you touched upon this also during the, like the, the, the second, second episode, episode, I think. Yeah, I was like... Yeah. But you have a lot of experience with like the dream, the the dream state. What What's it called when you're like sleep paralysis? Paralysis. Yeah, yeah. sleep paralysis. And it's so energetic and it feels so physical each time. And it's like, it's happening. And yeah. I do believe in dimensions, no doubt. I mean, dimensions are, are also scientifically proven. It's, it's a fact. There's dimensions and other dimensions we don't know about it's just kind of like i mean even like the radio frequencies the wi-fi right. they're wi all in different different frequent like vibrate or not maybe dimensions but different frequencies but it's interesting like when talking about dimensions and okay we're gonna go there like aliens, aliens. Please. <laughs> let's go there so you know how like this is what we talk about uh when we're like after one glass of red wine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just off the so, podcast, but let's go there. So you know how like everyone's like, oh, you know, there's no UFOs and there's why, how come if there's UFOs, how come there's no like evidence of it, real evidence? I mean, okay, there's, first of all, there's so much evidence of it. Like there's so much evidence. Do some research. There's actually recently... Um, it was, this is actually just a week ago. There was an article in most of all the mainstream media saying that now scientists have said out loud that they, um, that most likely there's at least, um, intelligent, uh, life on at least 36 planets, uh, that human knows of okay so that's just one example but before that just also during this whole kind of covid happening um the pentagon released a bunch of video footage of the various ufos okay there's you know area 51 there's a bunch of people who has worked at uh area 51 and nasa who have you know been whistleblowers who had spoken out loud about the various kind of X-Files, if you may, like these government secret projects about UFOs. Yet still somehow, because we're so um, through science fiction and um, kind of we're, we're made to think that it's science fiction that is fiction, that it's not reality. And we're ridiculed, ridiculed when talking out loud about these topics. Right. And I think it's honestly ridiculous how you can think that there's no life outside of this planet when A, you don't even know your own body, B, you don't even know this planet. So how come you as a human being can say, oh, there's no life outside of this planet when you don't even know your body? 
We don't even know what's going on in the brain. We're using 10% right. of our brains. It's insane to me. Sorry, I got a little excited. No, it's amazing. I, <laughs> Passionate is This the is word. like one of my favorite topics yeah. ever. And uh, I think, I mean, also because from my, my family, like my mom is super spiritual and she, she sees ghosts and uh, has been contacted by them and like spirit and so on. And then my father doesn't believe in anything like not dimensions not angels no ghosts no nothing but he does believe in aliens because he has seen one in Lohja when he was around like 16 years old he was hanging 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 on like a big field during a summer night with his then back then best friend and they saw this like um thing that came down and hovered above this field and then it uh, kind of I think it hovered there for a moment it and then it kind of just disappeared and then they went to the site and there was this crop circle and he's like he always tells me this story uh when he's a little bit drunk but he's like, he believes in that. And I'm like, my dad doesn't believe in anything, but he believes in aliens. So I was like, kind of, eyes. yeah, it was yeah. like, kind of like, I was introduced to it when I was a young girl. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, and how close-minded and narrow-minded can you be, as you said, if you believe that the earth is the only planet in the whole universe that has life? Like, seriously, It's actually like shocking. Like I'm, I get offended. Like I'm like, <laughs> I, I believe there's like an alien, <laughs> alien part of me somewhere in another, I don't know, spaceship who's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's insane. But I think I, I seriously also think it's just because we've been brought up that way yeah. to think it's just like movies and all this. Right. But so, and also what I was going to kind of like, you know, say about all this evidence, even though there's a bunch of evidence, there's a bunch of footage, you know, another reason why there's, um, why there, you know, could be even more footage is because they're multidimensional, right? So we have, we live in this realm. So we live in this realm of matter in a linear world where we have time and we have, you know, right now it's, you know, um, you know, it's, it's five, um, 10, 10 past five. And then, you know, in five minutes, it'll be quarter past five. So it's a linear time. It goes forward. But in other dimensions, for instance, time doesn't exist as linear as in this dimension. Okay. So it's, it's like just in this 3D realm that we live in, that it's a line. We have the future, past and present. And I know this can be very out there and sound confusing, but so when you think of time as a dimension, and then you think of other dimensions and you're like, okay, there's no time. Then what else can kind of differ and change? So that also means that other dimensional beings can very possibly time travel. They can possibly also 
shapeshift. They can possibly also choose to be shown and not shown and seen or yeah, to be seen and not seen. They can pop in and out from this realm, right? So right. it's they're more advanced than we are. Yeah. But do you believe that we can time travel and um what's it called when you're not like time traveling but you're like you're you're in this um time frame but you're energetically somewhere else there's a word for it i think astral travel yes yeah absolutely yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of um a lot of people can astral travel i think anyone can if you, you kind can of teach yourself dude. yeah i don't know how to do it um and i've heard that nasa 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 I don't know how to NASA, 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 NASA. NASA. Yeah. They actually have like psychic guards around their like, I don't want to say office because it sounds like <laughs> just an office, but like, so that other psychics. Like their headquarters or whatever. Headquarters. Yeah. So that other psychics can't or wouldn't kind of be able to kind of break in. Like to penetrate their. Yeah. So they have like guys who kind of sit there with their eyes closed, guarding their area yeah. psychically so that well, they couldn't be attacked by other, like us, if we would like really now sit down and tap in and like astral let's travel. astral travel to NASA's headquarters and check out their files. Because I fully believe in it. And I believe because I've, since I was a little girl, I've had the most intense imagination um and like i don't because imagination is called imagination it kind of felt like i was just you know imagining stuff for a long time but now i'm like yeah i can i can go somewhere even though i'm like my body's here but I can tap into like, if I really would like to, I haven't like done much. Can I say like work with this? Like mm -hmm. if I would sit on the sofa here, I could like go to your apartment and like check it out. Yeah. A friend of mine knows how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. She, so she would do this thing where she would kind of like close her eyes and then she would like check in with someone else to see if they would be at home. And she would like, she was able to see into their right. apartment. That's amazing. So I just think, sure enough, like it's just, you know, some people are more sensitive. Some people are born with certain skill sets, you know, more honed than other people. They yeah. can, they can, they have already just from birth, these, these abilities to tap into source or to channel or to read energies, dimensions, see ghosts or spirits or travel, time travel or whatever it is. And then, but I, that being said, even though some people are more kind of like, you know, skilled at this, it's still a muscle, just like anything else. Yeah. Like you can train, you can practice, you can learn to do. And it's, um, you know, astral traveling or leaving your body. A former boyfriend of mine, um, he he had a time period in his life when he was practicing. Um, he was reading a lot of lit literature about um, astral traveling. So 
<clears throat> he would do it every day. He would kind of like, okay, so I guess I'm going to have to say who it was because he's, he's the only surfer boyfriend I've had. Okay. Well, I guess there was a second one too. But anyways, so, <laughs> so, so he was my, my, so my, many surfer boyfriends. Just two. Um, so the, 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 he was the one I was, I moved to Mexico, um, for, so he would do this thing. He would surf for hours and hours and completely exhaust himself. And he would, you know, take a nap, a little siesta and lie down on his, his bed. And, and he would start doing this thing where he would scan his body, starting from the big toes up to the crown of his head. And he would just visualize his entire body. You know, he would see in his mind's eye, his toes, you know, even the little like hair on his toes and the nails and just every little detail perfectly in his mind's eye visualize his body like from the toes all the way up to the crown of his head and because this is how you, you do you how you practice it and he would do this over and over again for months and months until one time he was again exhausted after having surfed all day and and he would do this and he would start feeling this crazy like tingling sensation in his body and he had also read a lot that a lot of people, when they are able to leave their bodies, they get scared, right? It's because you get, you see yourself yeah. from above and you like freak the F out because you're like, holy shit, you see your own body, you think you're dead or whatever. Right. So they're just sucked in back into the body, like just like that immediately. So he was already, he had this whole plan, like, okay, when that happens, I'm going to be completely compared, like, um, prepared. I'm just going to travel wherever I can, because when you're outside of your body, you can go wherever you want. You can go to the Bahamas. You can, no, but you know, but you can just like travel. Cause it's like, you're floating, right? It's your, your soul. Or I don't know what it is, your soul or your mind, or I don't know what it is that leaves your body. Energetic body, maybe. But, um, so he would do this and he was able to see himself from, from mm. above, but sure enough, he freaked the F out. Like he freaked out cause he, he had, you know, trained it for months and months and then it actually happened. So he was immediately sucked back into his body, like just like that sucked back into his body. But then he started hearing like a room filled with people laughing, like screaming, laughing at him, like just hysterically laughing, laughing, like yelling, laughing, ha ha ha. Like, and he said he'd never been as scared in his life as that moment. And he ran out of the room because it was probably like other spirits right. or whatever, just like laughing at like him. Like mocking him. But can you imagine how like crazy or not? That's, you know, interesting is maybe the better yeah. word. I just love to talk about anything like this. Like, this is like my, my jam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so when we're speaking about ex-boyfriends and boyfriends, um, my current partner, <laughs> Villa, has, um, I've told you this one, but I, I think our listeners would also... Maybe when I hear is this, is he gonna be mad at you? <laughs> no, no, because he thinks he thinks it's just a dream. But so my boyfriend, who's thirty-one years old, has had this reoccurring dream of aliens since he was a child, and it has happened maybe he, I think he said like six times, and it's the same aliens. It's I think it's like one tall and two short ones or like two tall tall ones and one short gray alien i think it's grace like yeah. because they have like different 
I think grays are like different uh, heights. Yeah. Um, according to Elizabeth April. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done. They're like, so smart. Their heads are so big. Yeah. Brains. Yeah. So they Very small hearts, not a lot of emotions. <laughs> that's so, what, that's what I've heard too. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so, and that's also why people, um, they, they feel really cold because they don't have like an emotional body Empathy, like we do. You yeah. know, yeah. So that's why like people are always freaked out when they're visited by yeah. a gray. Uh, and grays can be like more egocentric or like nicer, I've heard. So I haven't been visited by grace, as you might have here here from my uh, well anyways uh, let's <laughs> talk about villas um yes, villas please. alien dream so it's the three grace they come to his bed and they show him stuff on this screen and it's not a projector it's just like a screen that pops out of nowhere and it's like planets and galaxies and they speak to him and ask him questions and he can't remember the questions and he can't mm -hmm. remember why it's but but it's like and then i'm like dude you're like visited by aliens and they're like obviously you have like some some percentage of you is like obviously gray he's like super digital and like loves technique and like gadgets, whatnot, gadgets. um gray <laughs> right yeah a little bit unavailable <laughs> <laughs> lacking of empathy no, just <laughs> no but like no. and then i'm like dude you're being visited by aliens and he's like it's just a dream and i'm like but it's the same dream reoccurring too. reoccurring and you ha you've had it since you were a child and it's the same freaking aliens. It's his each family. Exactly. His galactic alien family yeah. on another spaceship. And I'm like, you can actually like, did you know, honey, that you can talk to them? And he's like, oh, shut up. And I'm like putting in secret. I'm like putting crystals underneath his <laughs> like, pillow, but it doesn't work because I mean... It's his own I love journey. That. It's like, <laughs> like I wouldn't know what they have to say. Same with my boyfriend. Like, what are these rocks here? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you bring rocks into our bed? They're crystals. <laughs> and I'm like, can you tell them to come and visit me so we can have like a communication? Yeah. I'm like, I can I can talk to them if you don't want to talk to them. Um, but I, I guess I would also be a little bit freaked out if they I don't know. Visit. Yeah. You you've had some kind of alien experience. Yeah. Um. Because I have never, I had never even dreamed about aliens. I've had either. Nordic aliens uh, in my dreams, and then also like, but I think we talked about this also like earlier, kind of like landing on my backyard in Mexico. That dream. With the light? With the blue light. And yeah. I felt like I couldn't move, really. I was, like, trying to get out of the bedroom. But, yeah, it's definitely, for me, also something I've always, since a little girl, been so fascinated with and so drawn to and so curious about. Yeah. And I just could watch, like, documentaries, movies, listen to podcasts and, you know, read books about four hours, you know, at, at till end or whatever the thing is, you know, it's just like so fascinating and interesting to me. And 
I mean, there's a lot of sightings happening all the time and a lot of activity. And it's just like one of those things that mainstream media really, you know, don't portray or broadcast because a it people still think it's silly or not true or ridiculous or fake and and b because it's also scary because it's it's like okay so okay right so we have these other you know intelligent life forms what do they want for us why do they come here are they friendly are they hostile you know yeah. obviously it's everything that's not uh that we don't know about is scary. Yeah. And it's inter interesting, like, you, you know, about Elizabeth April also, and what she talks about, like, as humans, and we can't even get along here with us humans, and we're just like, human race is one race, and there's racism, you know, amongst human beings. Yeah. So what about bringing in other but I honestly you know, don't believe that there is like intergalactic like or other, you know, races like it's not non-human. How's that going mean, to you know, look at how we're treating other species right. like animals and, you know, animal facture, like animal agriculture and right. and how we're her treating like just nature, just like exploiting everything that's weaker than than we are. Right. And I believe like the aliens that are here on this planet right now, <laughs> I like, I, I believe that there are aliens on this planet, maybe in the government, but let's not go there. Um, <laughs> who they, they, they can choose when they portray themselves as what they truly are is when they're in their human form. And we had a really interesting um, conversation about this with, again, my, my partner, because he thinks that I'm a little bit crazy at times, which is okay because I probably am a little bit, um, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, also just very open-minded. Um, but then I asked him if he truly believes that there is no other intelligent form governing this planet in this moment. It was like, probably not. And he's quite like, just, he goes on with his life. He has his coffee in the morning and he doesn't really think about aliens. But when I asked him like, do you really believe that there's nothing else than humans? Um, I don't know bossing around animals at this like he was like there probably is something but he's like he doesn't want to think about it because it's like then his whole world and perception of this world would just crash yeah there's a word for that cognitive cognitive dissonance, dissonance when you don't want to admit a fact yeah. because it ha you have to change your worldview. Right. And that's also why a lot of people don't want to, A, talk about aliens, B, believe in them because they have to change their worldview and it's uncomfortable and scary. But it's it's interesting, like 
you know, there's even various theories about us humans being hybrids of different species from yeah. not this planet. And when you look at the planet, you know, when you compare as human beings to all the other species, you know, we're very different. We yeah. have technology. We walk on two feet. We, you know, are, have been able to, in a very short amount of time to evolve very quickly. Sure enough, you know, there's evolution and all that, but it happened extremely fast. That being said, I do recommend the, the book by, um, um, the Sapiens book by you, what's his name? Yuval Harari. I don't like yeah. his name is intense. His name is intense, but uh, there's another book also called your inner fish. It's really good. Also about just evolution, how we, how yeah. we grew from fishes into humans. But then that like, still like, even so, you know, like even, you know, Sure enough, science has proven that this is how it, it's happened, but it's still a very short amount of time, very quickly, that the human evolved from an ape <laughs> into this person walking on two feet and using, um, you know, uh, an Instagram filter with butterflies <laughs> or avocado, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, whatever layers on on top of their forehead so it's it's just gone very fast and and it's just kind of mind baffling when you think about okay so there's these theories about humans because also when you look at so okay not just those are huge differences all the other animals are living in perfect harmony all the other species are, are living in a perfect harmony on this planet they're not destroying the planet like we are we have it in our DNA to explore and go to the moon and we want to go to Mars and we're always looking for more, 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 more. We want to go out there to the, you know, we want to go get to space. Why is we it? We want to understand why, life. Yeah. Why is it in our DNA that we want to go out from this planet? Right. Cause it's, right. it's like, we want to find our home, something, our home, something <gasps> else. And also, you know, we want to go back home. We're so when a baby's born, look at all the other animals, just like five minutes and they're walking on their own feet, right. but not the human baby. It needs to be, you know, nursed and, and held and, it's and fed for like, what? <laughs> Literally like 15 years or whatever. I don't know. Like even 18 year olds <laughs> still need to like, but you know what I I'm saying? It's like it's, it's still... such a huge difference from other species. Yeah. That's, and then when you go into in our brain to our history and, and you go into all these pyramids and you go you look at these wall paintings and you look at old pa old paintings and drawings and books and lit literature there's all these talk about these demigods and yeah. other species and there's paintings of aliens coming here there's ships painted right. in the, the the pyramids and so what are those just folklore all of the all over the world simultaneously <laughs> Well, I don't think so. I mean, the pyramids are like are already a proof, a proof, uh, because no one has been able to explain it in a in a way that a human has been able to build that rock. Like, how many tons 
do like one of those tone blocks way. Like I just watched one of these documentaries, but I can't remember, but it's like a lot. And like, come on, during that time, they didn't have the machinery to even like. No, it's really done with like vibration. You know how like with music, when you put on a frequency or music, like how water changes. So that's probably done with some kind of like frequency, how to like, it's like built like how it's just like a frequency of like yeah. like made that come i don't know just a thought thank you aliens thank you and then like i can't remember i think it was again like we're circling back to elizabeth elizabeth april all the time because i i guess she's kind of amazing to listen to when it comes to this kind of stuff but um it was like in a previous talk that she did on uh, youtube live she just um she talked about when she was somewhere at a conference talking about like aliens and like how aliens have been a like helping us to evolve and like splitting our dna and um yeah well there was this like woman who was very upset about this and she got very angry and like how can you believe in this and blah 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 and god and evolution and blah, blah blah and she was like well then again they like you're always entitled to your own opinion and i i truly believe so like take it or leave it but as you said it's like our evolution has happened in a very short amount of time and uh she claims that if aliens wouldn't have helped us to evolve to this point where we're at right now, we would still be in the like cavemen, <laughs> cavemen. We would still be cavemen, Uga, Uga. 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 <laughs> which is like kind of cool, <laughs> but like, thanks. Um, yeah. And I don't know what my opinion is but i'm open-minded and i'm open for discussion and i think it's interesting it's I mean, fascinating yeah and i think there's a lot of things that the government hides from us so much yeah like we were talking about the sand grain cameras yeah. a few smart months dust. ago yeah smart dust so apparently look like, it up guys smart dust just google that shit and just that's isn't that freaky af my mom got very upset with me when i told her about this yeah <laughs> she was like i don't like the thought of someone watching me when i'm doing the dishes i'm like mom no one really cares about your dishes <laughs> but i mean it is kind of like and if this is a thing that is out there that we know about that they're not they're not hiding it from us so that's what like, are yeah. they hiding so when you think of even technology, so there's... You know, Should we like explain to them first what a sand grain camera is? Yeah, smart dust. Yeah. Do you want to do it? It's like a camera that is the size of a sand grain, basically, right? Yeah. That they kind of like just release out in the wind. Into, it's floating in air. Yeah. And it can record film. Mm -hmm. Can and, inhale it, probably. You know, everything. Yeah. Size of a grain of sand. And Imagine is, that. And this is real. You can't detect Look it. Look it up. This is already existing. Yeah. So, you know, about technology, you know, how there's different levels of te technology. You just think about this for a moment. Okay. Today we have our iPhones that have face ID. We can put our thumbs on it and it'll open it up or you just show your face and it'll <laughs> open. And you can, and you know, 
get, you have, can get so much information just with a quick Google or even just ask Siri. You can, you know, this is just our consumer technology. Okay. So that's consumer technology. That's what we can already today. Most of us, you know, privileged people already have all that accessible. We can buy it from the store right now. We can even get more fancier items, you know, or gadgets or whatever, Alexa and whatever you want. So that's consumer technology. Second level, you have um, government technology. So then the government, you know, what kind of technology do they have? Okay. That we don't know about. So just think about, about that. Just give it a, just a thought for a you know, few moments. Okay. Then take it one level higher. You have military technology and just think about that. What do they have? If we already like, have all this and we're consumers and then you have government and then you have military. It's, it's a little bit like scary. Yeah. But I don't think we should give away our power to it. Like, actually, I saw one of those, like, um, yeah, we should give our power, like our power to fear. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I went what, walking in Hanko, south of Finland, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I saw one of these, like, fake robot ducks that records wildlife. And, like, I've heard of them but I've never seen one in real life. And it was like sitting on the beach and I was like, what the F is that? Uh, walked past it. And then on the way home, it had moved. So someone is like, it's like a robot bird that looks like a duck, like a real duck. Like I almost thought that it was a duck, but then I saw that it was like made out of plastic. And it's like, Someone is probably just sitting at their summer house, like recording images of people walking on the beach and like ducks. It's kind of like, I could go on the internet and just buy one of these. Shouldn't it be like illegal? You could just like play with your duck and go into other people's <laughs> yards. That's like, so crazy. Sick. Same with drones. Yeah, yeah. And you, you share the drone. The hummingbird yeah, drone. Hummer, hummingbird drone. That's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of... It's sick. Also, like... So if you have the nerve to yeah. say that, I don't know, aliens don't exist, you should probably change the pod <laughs> to something else. <laughs> Sorry. I think we're going to talk about this, like, much... On much in more intense levels. Yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. So what would be like your, um, when you make contact to the spirit world, what kind of, I don't like to use the word entities, but what kind of, um, guides, is it like angels or ancestors or aliens or what do you like to communicate to? Because I know that some people are like, Hey, pro angels, team angels, <laughs> um, or is it like more just like earth and um, element work? I think elements are amazing. I work a lot with, well, obviously the moon. Um, yeah. Tapping into her energies, but then also fire. Um, and then also aunt, my ancestors. Um, and then, I don't know. 
like there's also like these forces i don't know yeah i don't i just don't know what they are i don't know what they are i have the same yeah i have no idea when i speak about guides it's like just like anything that is there for my highest highest best of evolution (laughs) Um, your highest yeah i should probably like have a deeper conversation with them and like hey who are you who are you where you come from man (laughs) (laughs) or woman woman woman. or maybe no gender or no gender binary being is that the word no okay shut up julia okay (laughs) i probably offended someone somewhere (laughs) i don't know okay let's let's move on um do you have anything you want to add i feel like my brain is in a spaceship with aliens right now i'm like whoa (laughs) i know I feel so spaced out after Same. like conversation like this. We need to like eat potato and like really ground to earth. Put one potato on each side of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Let's let's in the mind's eye grow roots down into earth. <laughs> Okay. My loves, I think it's time to start to wrap it up for you. Go crazy. Um, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. and um, We surely did. We surely did. We could go even <laughs> deeper into this. We probably will in... I don't know. Next time. Next, next, <laughs> next time. Or next, next, next time. Next, next, next time. Um, if you have any experiences um, oh, yeah, that you want to share, we would love to hear. And we can always like re-record them. Not, not record them, but play them here on the podcast. If you send us a voice message on the Anchor app or just read them through uh if you DM us on Instagram. Also, we're soon going to be hosting um, a raffle. So amongst all the people who give us reviews. So please give us a review and we'll host a raffle with great, great gifts from our sponsors. Moonaware. So, (laughs) (laughs) So please give us a review. Yes, iTunes. Five star. (laughs) Nothing else. (laughs) Five star aliens. Okay. Thank you so much for tapping in and see you soon. Bye now. Bye now.